Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of Three Down Back, the podcast. Me out. Yes. Man, we got a new member of Three Down Back, the podcast. That's Mr. Lee Martinez, son of one of our co-hosts, Chris Martinez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 14, as Lee said, we're week 11? This is week 11, yes. Week 11. How quickly time passes. Dang. So more than yeah. more than past the midway threshold of the season. Uh, let me introduce the crew real quick. I don't have the homie to the right because he's got deep pockets. He's a baller. His name's Chris Martinez. Yo, yo. Pico Rivera's finest. He's actually insolvent right now. I actually still see his aura <laughs> right there, though. Like, yeah. in, like still like, drinking a beer and it's shit. It's like too. the Rick James aura. Yeah. It's and, nice. Uh, yeah. it, it, you know. It's still there. <laughs> but yeah, so he's broadcasting with us uh, out in Solving. We're down. Actually, I'm, I'm on the airplane still. Oh, oh wow. Sh- wow. Remote from the fucking airplane. Baller. Yeah, we, Baller. I all land in about 30 minutes. Next anyway, moving on. Level. So yeah, so Chris Martinez is still here. Not present, but he's still here with us. Always here with live us. Live and direct. Across from me is the Ghanaian ghost, Alvin Okori. Live and direct. The very lucky and third fortunate co-host of this show, Leo Rodarte. Real quick, let's pay the bills. Soundpunkmedia.com. That's who we roll with. We only roll with soundpunkmedia.com. If you are punk sound media or just sound or just punk. Or just media. We're not fucking with you. No way. Sorry. That's why we're so No clear. one's going to know how to Google it now. You guys fucked it all up. Soundpunkmedia.com. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, soundpunkmedia.com. Hey, real quick news. I just want to shout out and, and just quickly acknowledge an artist that I've been very fond of over the last 12 months. Uh, rest in peace to Young Dolph. Man, that hit me hard. I was at the gym when I heard the news, and I, I was definitely I had to, I had to put him on immediately. Actually, he was already on. Um, one of my favorite artists right now, just really, or yes. he was. Man, plus one, plus one. Uh, it seems like we always lose them a little too early. You know what I mean? Bradley Noel, Bob Marley. Hey. Not, not like he's on that level, but Young Dolph, man, for sure. And I know Chris has started listening to him recently based off our <coughs> recommendation. I want to tell you guys a quick story about this cat because we always hear in sports we hear the term in boxing um, or the phrase the people's champ, right? And I really look at Dolph, uh, young Dolph here, as the people's rapper, right? And if you if you go on social media, go anywhere, they typically reference a story of his uh, going back to the Rolling Loud Festival a few months back, um, where he brought on two fans that attended the University of Duke. They were playing one of his hit songs called Get Paid Mm -hmm. while they were working on campus at Duke. And as a result, they were playing it too loud. They got fired. They got Mm. fired from their job at Duke University as students on campus. For vibing. For vibing to his music while they were on their shift. He found out what happened with these cats, flew them out to Rolling Loud on stage, addressed what had happened, gave them 20 Gs apiece until they find their next gig until they get, you know, whatever underway. And I was like, man, this guy, he, he, he did stuff like this all the time. Maybe it's not a, to that extent, but he was very in touch with his fans, and I love that about him. He's the kind of cat that you'd run into public, and you know what? He wouldn't hesitate to take a picture with you. So, yeah, rest in peace to the people's rapper. Um, you will be missed, Young Dolph. R.I.P., man. Yeah, rest in peace, man. It's mm-hmm. crazy that you guys just introduced me. I just downloaded some of his stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute. I seen it on Instagram, I'm like, 
what the fuck? It's just like an odd timing, yeah, right? Bro. I texted you, Leonard. I was like, this is odd timing. Yeah, but yeah. Another quick peace, story. He, dude, he he gave he gave his almost four hundred thousand dollars sports car to a fan. Like, he raffled it off to a fan, and then showed up, hand hand delivered it, took her for a ride in it, the whole nine. So, again, rest in peace, Young Dolph. So let's switch focus here, fellas. Our first segment, as we normally do, pop or flop, Mr. O'Corey. I'll let you kick things off there, man. So Ooh. not much was popping <laughs> this week, um, <laughs> yeah. to be real. Uh, I did have one pop that I'll talk about in a second. And uh, really, my my flop was an ultra flop, but he might have a little bit of upside this week and going forward. Yes. Ty Johnson. Uh, I needed a running back. I literally had no one that I could play. Um, I had Antonio Brown out. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins yes. out. Kamara out. So... Sunday morning, I was looking around, and I thought, this guy, he's probably going to be down. He's been catching a lot of passes. I'll put him in. He literally got you, two touches. Your logic was as spot the fuck on as it can be, though. Yeah, the process was right. The thinking was right, but yeah. the execution on his part. So I blame him 100%. <laughs> uh, so explain your logic as to why. Because <laughs> you, you, you elaborated on a li- little bit earlier in terms of them being behind, potentially being behind to get that Miami defense. Right. Yeah, a lot of the players in the NFL are specialized these days, particularly at the running back position. So with him, I figured he's he's been catching a lot of balls. Um, when you're playing from behind like the Jets projected to be in that game against Miami, you'd figure that he'd be on the field more, he'd be involved because they'd be behind. Yep. And he'd have an opportunity to at least give you a floor. Um, and he gave me a fucking floor. He gave me fucking like two points. So fuck him. <laughs> no, but real talk though, he actually is a little important now, right? Because he is. Michael well, you Carter, know what? And, right? and and to add to further to your reasoning and why you lean on this cat, he had four to five catches over the course of the last three weeks, mm-hmm. as well too. So you felt like you'd get double digit points nonetheless, right? At minimum. Um, Just give me a floor, Ty. Yes. Fuck something. I yeah. feel you, kid. I feel you. Oh, uh, on the flop side, we'll, we'll we'll stay with that trend. So. I picked up Cam in one league, mm-hmm. and I was going to pick him up in a second league, both of which I was pivoting from Kyler once again. Thank you, Kyler Murray. Um, <laughs> and I didn't want to be overweight on Cam and just really not being all in on him just yet. I said, I'll pick up Cam in one league. I'll pivot to Danny Dimes in the other. Danny Dimes has done me daddy, Danny dirty yeah. on two occasions now. Mm-hmm. Just Danny filthy on me. Um, the first one, a couple weeks back, I didn't take an L as a result of it. This past weekend, I did, and it hurts because that's the one league I really, really, really needed to win in. So Danny Dimes did me Danny dirty this week. Giving you like a dirty Sanchez? Is Murray Murray going to be back? Kyler Murray? I mean, honestly, bro, yeah, but. They're on bye this week. They're on bye. So after the bye week, I think think they were teeing this up the whole time. For sure. Um, And they're, you know, they won. They won this past week with. Which I'm glad you mentioned, Colt McCoy. So that was one. That was one of my pops. Um, Colt McCoy, check this out: 35 of 44, 328 yards, two touchdowns. Wow. 18 rushing yards as well. Two 23.92 points. Um, For, I swooped him. Former up. Texas Longhorn, great. Hook him. <laughs> yes, yeah. hook him horn. So Colt McCoy coming up big. Um, and you know what? He's he has a history of being able to do that. He's been in the league for a while, um, and that's a high-powered offense, right? He's got weapons around him. It was kind of a no-brainer. I, I, again, when I when I pivot to guys like this, uh, you know, Sunday morning, I'm not looking for, you know, a 25, 30-point showout. 
if I can get 18 points minimum, I'll be happy. If I get 20, I'll be stoked. He got me 20, just shy of 24 points, so happy there. Cam was the other one, as I mentioned. He went 21 to 27, 189 yards passing, two touchdowns, 46 rushing yards, and a tutty. I have a question. Yes. If Cam keeps balling for you, would you dress like he dresses after <laughs> a post-game? I just want to know. If, if he keeps on balling for yes. you, will you, on your birthday, which is coming up in December, will you dress like Cam? How many more? Birthday? I'm going to say yes. Ooh, you, you heard many, it. Yes. All, yes, I'll all do it. All eight of you listening heard it. And we'll be broadcasting this shit and taking pictures and posting it, so you'll be able to see me in full-on Cam mode. You guys need to <laughs> Google. How many or... more games does it need to ball out for, though? You can tell me one. It doesn't matter. Oh, I mean, you're, you're setting the basement here, so I'm I'm down for one. Okay, Again, we all <laughs> no, heard no, it. No, no, no. Right? Let me let me let me let me jump back here real quick. So, uh, how many the, weeks to your birthday? It's like three weeks to your birthday, the 19th. right? December nineteenth. Okay. okay, it's about Coming three up. weeks. Yeah. If he has two fair top twelve weeks in the next three, okay, you're fucking cammed out cam the from fuck the out. fucking dome to you, your toes. You know what's crazy is that I'm not even gonna have to go outside my closet. <laughs> no, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you already got it all on. You know what I mean? Just waiting in the fucking closet. Cam. All right, stay tuned for that shit. That's gonna be a treat <laughs> like no other. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh man. <laughs> Can't <Ace>. wait. <laughs> So let's jump into some news, man. Some guys wait, got wait, paid. real second. Well, one second, real quick. Yes, Chris, I know you Yo. got. A, he's not technically a pop, but he kind of is a pop, right? You've been holding on to him for a while. I put him into my lineup. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you showed bad. some receipts. I think you should talk about this guy because he's been I your think guy. You're talking he, about Ayuk. Yes, I want Brandon you to give Ayuk the lowdown about about Ayuk and and what you did this week and how it well, felt. You, well, first of all, don't ever take fantasy advice from me. Sometimes I just get lucky. <laughs> <clears throat> but the reason why I was He's trying was to get you guys not to win. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, no. The reason why I was 100%, I honestly think having there you go. Kittle back, uh, having the, those players back in the game now is is good for Ayuk. Yes. Um, that's what I, that's yes. what I see. And what was crazy was watching the way they used Debo this week. I mean, if you look at. He only had, I think, two targets, but he had like eight, nine rushing attempts or something like yeah, that. Yes. Or mm-hmm. uh, yes, it was sir. something crazy like that. So they used him totally different, which really opened it up for um, Ayuk. So I don't know. I, 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 I've obviously I've been holding on to him. I held on to him even in longer than I think I should have in redraft. Did, and um, you started him this week. You you like pounded the table Sunday morning. Like he's gonna fucking did, score 100%. a touchdown. Shout out to yeah. you because you did call that shit. Actually, sure did. Yeah, in two um, leagues too, and I put him in in, in another league. So um, yeah, and it, it worked nice. out. But um, so yeah, I, I, but also it is a little scary though seeing him seeing Debo get used that way what I don't know it's still kind of like what's going on over there I don't know I, I, it's, I can't I, I don't it, have a crystal ball but yeah no it's all I think it's all good bro it's all stuff to be excited about because um it just it's a testament to how creative Shanahan's getting with that offense because he knows that that if they can get IU going they're that much harder to beat right um so I I love seeing it I love seeing you know Kittle still finding pay dirt they all three of those dudes, Ayuk, Kittle, Debo, all all found pay dirt. What do you think happens to the to the to the running backs there? Man, well they, that's why Mitchell's they out it, right now, right? That, Mitchell's out. Yeah, that's, that's why I think why they're utilizing Debo the way they are now, because the running backs have been either you know in the infirmary or ineffective, 
So they put Debo, who's a versatile player, back in the backfield, and that opens things up for Ayuk. Like you said, I actually played Ayuk too on the strength of your recommendation and on the need of a needing guy to fucking play, and he yeah, balled yeah. out. Um, so, and the thing about Ayuk is that he has seen seven tar- or seven targets or more in three of the last four games, and he's actually led the team in targets over that time. Um, so he's yeah. he's ascending. He's out of the doghouse. So yeah. he yeah. might be flex worthy going forward. So. I don't know if you if you own him. Hey, I mean, you might you uh, might be in a good position. I'm gonna say he's definitely flex worthy. Yeah, um, he's definitely flex worthy. They've obviously found a formula the way they're using these guys, right? And it's working. And I, Alvin and I have always talked about this. I, I I love the fact that they'll use Debo with you know these end arounds, these jet sweeps, um, these wildcat formations on occasion. But when you line him up as as a single back, and the way the way that guy plays, like. Man, he he's got he's gonna find a way to eat, and he's showing it right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they found a nice little formula, a nice little balance to keep everyone happy, and more importantly, to keep the de- de- opposing defenses on their toes. So I love it, man. Shout out to to, to Shanahan for being that creative. Man. He's always so one of my favorite I, I got offensive a, coordinators. Always. Yeah, absolutely. I got a question for you guys on, on that IU because you know I think people have been stung by him all year, right? So now it comes down to what do you do now? And it's now now we're getting down to the time when you can't make mistakes at the end of the season. So let's say you got guys like. Renfro, maybe a Darnell Mooney, a Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Devontae Smith, Chase Claypool, any of these types of guys, do you put Ayuk in front of these dudes? Not at all. What are you doing there? Not at all. Based Not on at what all. you mentioned? Yeah. And I'm I'm Ayuk's biggest critic. But right. based off what I've his usage the last few weeks, and Alvin said at best he's out of the doghouse. Um, and they're they're winning games, right? They thumped they thumped the Rams last week. Um, they've got some steam and some momentum built as a result, too. So, like, I like to ride that wave, man. When teams are rolling like this, when guys are playing well and, and there's some consistency, I prefer to oh, ride that Oh, you're saying wave. you would start him in front yeah, of Yeah, hell oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Gotcha. Way ahead, bro. What about bro. Waddle? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, Waddle's that guy locked went too in far. right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's nobody else. He's like, he's literally yeah. the OSIT well, there. Yeah, yeah. Waddle's okay. locked into he's, – he's giving you double-digit PPRs. And he actually yeah. hasn't, like, broken out no. yet. You know he's, like, a freak athlete. Yeah. We just haven't seen it yet. But that guy, if you have him – He's limited know. by the that whole offense. But Tula's not – he's been – He's been playing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna he he's, has actually he's a great streaming QB two in like a two quarterback league. Or, yeah, you and know. you know what? Props to him too because he's under a lot of scrutiny. Yeah, and everyone is saying he's not going to be their quarterback, and Deshaun Watson is going to be their target. Yada yada yada, and he's handling that shit like a G, bro. Yeah. Honestly, um, he hasn't been disgruntled at all. He hasn't bitched. He hasn't griped nothing. He's just taking shit in the shoulder and he's keeping it moving. So, shout out to Tua for being that guy. Yeah, he may not be the franchise guy there. But he's an NFL quarterback. Like he's better than a lot of the other guys playing right now. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, good shit. So shout out to I Tua. might I, I might be on that IU train the rest of this year, and that says something. Yes, please. I like it. All right, so let's jump into some contract talk, dog. I'll start off with uh, some news. Some guys are finding, you know, just getting fucking paid like Chris Martinez is balling it up in Solvang right now. Um, <laughs> Dallas Goddard secured a contract with the Eagles last week, four years. 59 mil, 35.7 million guaranteed. It's just a little less than what Kelsey received in his 2020 extension. I mean, Travis Kelsey, he's in, you know, he's in that same conversation. Like, you know, pay-wise, 
Um, and I was like, why the hell are they paying Dallas Goddard? I'm one of his biggest fans. I must know this. Um, no, no, but- full disclosure. <laughs> um, if you want to trade with Leonard, <laughs> include Dallas Goddard in the deal. That's real. Really? We made two trades. I, for, yes. I've traded for Goddard that one two times. Yeah. Once last year, once this year. That's the key. Almost fucking coughed right now. You, you get Goddard so, and you can get a trade. I done. love him, bro. I love him. The first video I ever saw on him was titled Baby Gronk, and I was sold. Like, this was his his sophomore year in college. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, he got paid, and I was like, why the hell are they paying this dude? He's always hurt. Um, the, kid, the kid can still play. He's a, he's effective, but they're just – they're not – I don't think they're using him as much as they should, but that's just me being a Dallas Goddard homer. But you know what it came down to, man, is he has an 87.7 rec- um, receiving grade, according to PFF, so first amongst all tight ends. I think um, what they want to do there is kind of build a Kansas Kansas City offense where you have a dominant tight end. And I he can be that. that. Great point. He's just not healthy all the time. Yeah. But that's what they I think they want to build. They have kind of like your wide receiver one who Devontae Smith, I mean, go and get him. If if you can get him She's prime away. Yeah. He he's been looking pretty good. I don't know what he did this weekend, but he's definitely wide receiver one there. But they're trying to build that kind of system. So you can see yeah. why they would rely on, on Goddard. He's been pretty good. He's just been hurt. So Very similar personnel-wise. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Very similar. I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, Jalen Hurts, his skill set is like a watered-down version of, of Pat Mahomes to an extent, right? He's not That's exactly. like the most watered-down. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But to an extent, that rushing floor of his is insane. Um, they tried to get Jalen Rager, who was like a Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Not quite there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're they're right there. I like I like that little offense. They look they look good. I just wish Jalen Hurts was such a fucking ball hog, but hey, he's balling out right now. Shout out to him. So and then Alvin, there's two players <laughs> from the uh, the Broncos you wanted to chop it up about. You got yeah. So Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. Um, Sutton's really died off this last part of the the year here. He balled out when Jerry Judy wasn't in the lineup. And and Tim Patrick, he's actually been a pretty good wide receiver three four this whole season. Both those guys got paid. Pay me. Yes, sir. Um, so they've invested a lot of money in the wide receiver position. Um, because Judy's a first round pick on his rookie contract as well. But they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Teddy. They have everything. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually need someone to throw these guys the ball. It's great that they have the guys that catch them. Um, but uh, without throwing them, they some, might have yeah, one of the know. best young core of like skill set guys oh, yeah. in the league. Yeah, Javante Williams too. Ooh, nice. And young then, guys. And then the two tight ends, Fant and um, Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your guy too. I don't yeah. even. I don't even know how to say his name still. Uh, yeah, I just pretended. <laughs> so, <laughs> if they get a quarterback, wheels Watch up. Watch the fuck out. Wheels yeah. up. Yeah, wheels sure. up. Patrick looks pretty damn good. I gotta admit, like. He 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 cooked the Dallas Cowboys a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, he did work on Trayvon Diggs. Who's probably the NFL defensive MB- MVP, right? Front runner, right? I now. mean, front yeah. runner, far ahead. Um, I like that little offense. If they can get, I, I think, you know, going back to Deshaun Watson, we mentioned him a, a, little, a little while ago. Go all in on him for sure. I, I really hope of of all places that's where he ends up. Assuming he gets his legal issues yeah. in order, yeah. I mean, he's got to be the number one target. Oh, you know, yeah, and then number two is probably like Aaron Rodgers, but I don't see Aaron Rodgers going into that sort of situation with a John Elway there and the ineptitude of John Elway. I just don't really see that happening. He flirted. He flirted with uh, with Tomlin a few weeks ago when they played Pittsburgh. 
I think if if he if he goes anywhere, that might be the franchise. Chris, what um, do you think? You think that's like a leverage move on Rodgers? Like, is he is he a Packer for life? What do you think, Chris? I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> looks like hey, it. Talk it into existence, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> talk it into I existence. Think so. He balled the fuck out yesterday too, by the way. He won me a league. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, you got him in a league? Yeah, I actually picked him up on waivers. Waivers. Yeah. Sandbagging son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, and Kyler. I have Kyler. <laughs> Do you own any shares, too. Chris? No. You don't Same own any Rogers? Nope. Ah. Is this your first year without a Roger share? Do you have him? Yeah. He just. Yeah. He, you yeah. know what? Honestly, he just. He's never like fallen there in the draft for me. That's why. I, it's not that I, I wouldn't have picked him up, right? It's just nah. Look at he's just I never landed talk. there. I thought you'd I thought you'd pick him up seeing he wasn't vaxxed at all. <laughs> 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 he's right down your alley, dog. He's right down your alley. You know what? Next year, that's my guy. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had he's to all my fab. Round. What do you want to do? I get three first round picks, he's yours. <laughs> hey, so you know what? Off like just kind of off cuff here. Where would you guys we just mentioned him, Deshaun Watson, where would you guys like to see him wind up? Or or ver- or or tell me what do you think realistically? Prison. Peter <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bone. Peter Bone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I shit. That's that's an option, bro. <laughs> Vegas odds. We got to see Vegas odds. <laughs> Vegas knows better than we do. Nah. If he doesn't end up in prison, I would like him on my bench. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Chris didn't even name a fucking team. Yeah. He's just like, I just want him on my on my bench. I just want him. I need him. I need him. I need him. So yeah, I'll bro, take him. I'll take him. He's fucking. Him. You know where he should go is is, is Denver. <laughs> yeah. Denver would be great. Uh, he's actually on my bench in our sleeper league. He's been killing me there. I've just been fucking just, trying to get me a massage him on, on my bench. Yes. He wants me to f- give him a fucking foot massage. You know what I mean? By just sitting on my bench. I, I offered Alvin a third round pick in that dynasty league for him once all this fucking news surfaced. Um, and uh, I predictably I, said no. Yes, of course yeah. he said no. Um, I think a second round would have been fair, though. I still would have said no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's a good chance he he doesn't play again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, nah, no. it's looking more. That's what no. I said at first, bro. But it's it's looking more and more like, you know, he's she's gonna have a realistic shot at playing next year, not this year. Um, and I think I think some teams were trying to 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 deal for him, but they just didn't know how this year panned out, so they didn't want to commit to it. Um, but yeah, he's gonna play next year, dude. And honestly, it really doesn't matter where he ends up. He's that good. He's so good. And think about that first year, his rookie year. Who was his – like, he had Hopkins, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, there was nobody else on that team. Um, and I think Hopkins got injured and, like, he still showed out. Like, he – he <laughs> every week this guy's going to drop 25 to 30 points for you minimum. Regardless of who's playing around him, he's just that dude. He's, you know, like I said, he's a cheat code all in itself. Yeah. I like to see him maybe in Carolina. I think those guys are pretty creative on the offensive end. Um, and and it, I think you can really unlock DJ more. You just got to get him a quarterback that can get him the ball consistently. Um, and then Robbie Thug, one. Robbie Thug, he's he's not a bad uh, he's not a bad receiver. You know at what? All. I like this conversation. So I'm a I'm gonna dig a little bit deeper in the crates here. What about the Washington football team? What about the Washington football team? Ooh, you know I'm a it, huge Terry McLaurin fan. Oh yes, they owe it. The 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 only show in town, King. Um. You know, defense-wise, Deshaun Watson, Washington. Yeah. If I don't know what the hell happened to that defense. They fell out of the sky. And, um, and, and Chase Young got hurt. I think he's out for, yeah, out for the season week. now. So that that's really a big blow to them. He's done. But imagine if Deshaun Watson ends up there. Oof. Two 
killer running backs. Uh, solid tight end. A true wide receiver one dog and the Osset King himself, Terry McLaurin. I'd love to see that happen, man. Um, anywhere and they got else? other guys that fit. Like yeah. I said, I really like the idea of Carolina. I think the coaches there really have a system in place. They just need a guy to run it, and, and Deshaun's a guy who can maximize. I got another one. Oh, oh no, 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 because they drafted Trey Lance, but I was going to say Deshaun. Uh, Ooh, that would be nice. 49ers. And the Chris Saint, would love that because he loves Kittle. The Saints, too. I think if he, Sean yep. Payton with a yeah. good quarterback <laughs> is is gold. Damn. You know, Sean Payton with, with a guy who can actually sling it. Yeah. Yeah. And they can, man, they're in a tough spot with Trey Lance. Chris, besides your bench, is there a specific team you would like to see Deshaun Watson end up with? Uh, well, other than my first my my uh, <laughs> first one that was the Broncos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. In prison. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one do you? Which one are you? They, if they you're a, a betting bench, man, they give you a bench. <laughs> if you're a betting man, which one are you putting your money on? Um, the Broncos or prison? Prison. Selbach. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't even call it. Oh, I, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll go to prison. I think he's just going to end up paying a lot of money. Uh, sure. But nice. You know, it it doesn't help his career. So I, I don't know. I, yeah, that's tough. Um. I think it's pro- it's it's in his best interest to just toss the season up, right, and then figure out the off season to do some things he needs to he needs to correct on his end to show that he's making an effort to overcome whatever fucking addiction he, he has. Yeah, he needs to get he needs it. to get 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 rid of all the stress. Go to like a massage parlor. Or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, that's what he should have done in the first place. <laughs> you know, he can go with Robert Kraft, dude, the owner of the uh, of the Patriots. Exactly. Shit, maybe he'll be a Patriot. <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, but Mac Jones is actually looking good on Mac the Patriots. Jones looks uh, good. I mean, he looks great, He'll be a actually. decent fantasy guy down the road, even without running ability. But yeah, you know, you know and that's a that, that yeah, that's a that's I don't know, the the Belichick system. He looks good, and they're they're doing everything he, they need him to do right now, and that's just limit turnovers. And make the occasional throw without having to lean on him to win games. With Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar as their wide receivers. Yeah. I just fucking throw up a little bit by mouth. Like seven running backs. He's he's looked good. Um, I feel like out of all the rookie quarterbacks, so he probably has the lowest up or, or the least amount of upside. I agree. Is that safe? Highest uh, ceiling probably too, though. Yeah, oddly. Like, it's weird. It's weird. But I, I hope he keeps rolling. It's good, it's good to see them. I think they've won up four of the last five games or three of the last four games. The Patriots are in there, man. The yeah. Patriots are in there. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let's keep it moving, fellas. So let's talk about who we're targeting on the waiver wire. Waivers. In week 12. Alvin O'Corey. So. Yeah. I, I mentioned this guy a couple weeks ago. Maybe even last week. I don't know. The weeks are all running together now. Um, but Elijah Moore, I mean, no one wants to fuck with the Jets offense, and I, and I, I understand that, but he's breaking out low-key. Um, it kind of started, you heard the buzz, you heard the, the drums, the drum roll just kind of continuing from the summer. He was balling out then. He was hurt on and off in the beginning of the season, but now he's really showing out. Um, he's been wide receiver one uh, two weeks ago and wide receiver three, I believe, this last week. So hey. He's doing his thing, so yeah. he's about, again, 50, 55% owned, yes. um, and he's showing his talent. So the talent is winning there, and he's doing his thing. So Elijah Moore is my, my waiver guy. If he can get him, grab him. 
and and I almost hope that they stick with Flacco, yeah, uh, or my or Mike White for as long as they can, because I felt like um, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, excuse me, thank you, was kind of limiting that offense's potential. Don't get me wrong, man. That that offensive line needs help, um, and their defense, you know, isn't helping them out either too much. But it seems like you you pull him from the starting role, and you know you got guys like Michael Carter showing out all of a sudden, um, you know, and Elijah Moore, you know, two of the last three games has been great, like you said. So I kind of hope that they they keep the veteran in there, because um, Flacco's going to find him. Flacco's Flacco's smart enough and he's veteran enough to just take what the defense gives him, and I don't know if the rookie has that yet. Yeah, even okay. though I'm pulling for the rookie, I yeah. do like him actually, I like a swagger. So, all right, that's a good one, kid. I'm gonna go with. Uh, let, let me ask you this, Chris, and I, you can just blurt out an answer too if 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 you got one for me. Out of like the obvious running backs, if you were to take a guess on the most random running back. To have at least 18 carries in week 11, who would you say that might be? No guesses. Is Chris there? Is Chris there? Oh, you're talking. You're talking about me. <laughs> no, the other Chris. The other. What are Chris. you doing? You eating a scone <laughs> and with solving. a fucking latte? Yeah, beach side. That has like a heart like drawn in it. Like, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I had I had some audio issues back here. You know. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Who, I'm gonna tell you who it was, bro. You ready for this? You get your pen ready? Yes. Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead? What the fuck? He had 18 carries yesterday. Who does he even... Oh, Houston. Houston. <laughs> exactly. Who does he even fucking play for? <laughs> Holy shit. Right? Yeah. Hey, so he didn't do a whole lot with it. But when you give someone 18 carries, it tells you you're invested. You're committed to this guy to some extent. Your hope... And they probably... Their options are very limited. Listen. That I tells hope, me your you, team is trash. I hope no, hey, exactly. Hey, I hope hey. no one has to play Rex Burkhead. Yes, life. you're not going to be happy about it. And guess what? He's owned in 0% of fucking Yahoo leagues right now. Really? 0%. <laughs> 0%. Are you fucking surprised? <laughs> no, not at all. But if you need, if you actually need, just fucking dig deep into these crates, dog. And if you need someone, why not go with the cat that, sh- that should probably get 12, 16, 18, 20 touches? If they can somehow incorporate him in the pass game, which is where he was at his best in New England, mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. But the, I think the volume is going to be there. Um, so, yeah, we've said, you know, we're trying to target guys with a, a 40%, <laughs> less than a 40% ownership rate. In, <laughs> I, in I, I went I fucking hope, <laughs> 0%, I bro. That, I pray to God. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope I don't there. need to dig that deep. <laughs> yeah, I hope no one has to I know. There. I know. You're not going to be excited about it, bro. But. Let's revisit this Rex well, one, Burkhead talk next I, week. You know, you know the, the, the reality the, is in fantasy, you chase volume, and 18 you do. carries is volume. You do. So. And guess what? There's a veteran quarterback they just got into the fold that's come, that came back, looked pretty decent this weekend. Tyrod? Tyrod Taylor. That helps Rex Burkhead as well, too. That helps that whole offense. I mean, they won yesterday, right? Didn't they win? They upset somebody. Yeah. Let me see this. Let me see this. Let's get let's get into this, fellas. Just want to really di- dig into this argument. Let's here. be real. Anytime the Jets win, it's an upset. <laughs> Doesn't matter who they play. Let me see here, kid. Unless it's oh, the Detroit Lions. The fucking Texans beat the Titans. Oh yeah, who the Titans were like kicking everyone's ass too the last like month. Ty Even Ru- without uh, Derrick Henry. Hey, 
start Bur- Rex Burkhead this week. <laughs> start Hot him. take. Start him. If he doesn't get you 11 points, right. then I'll dress like Cam for a fucking year. Now it All sounds right. like Who you just want to dress like Cam. Cam makers. Cam makers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my second one is a guy that Alvin leaned on this past week. Uh, Ty Johnson. Miller. So Michael Carter, a couple beat writers from the Jets, uh, are said to believe that his sprain was a high ankle sprain. So that changes the entire complexion of how I'd approach this week with Ty Johnson. If it's a high one, I see Carter being out for an extended period of time, let's say at least a couple weeks at minimum. Ty Johnson, I think we mentioned this earlier on the pod, three three weeks with four to five receptions, um, you know, those over the course of that time frame. So yeah, maybe he's he's gonna. Ba- I I think this is a great week for him to bounce back. I kind of like when the guys are steady and they just lay an egg, and then that following week they swoop them. Yes, 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 yes. So Ty Johnson is my pick. I mean, he's had a couple spike weeks this year. We, he's he's been able to do it. Um, and I feel like this is the week, kid. I don't know. What, what is he owned in right now? 30, 40% leagues just about, roughly? I think it's 21% of leagues. He got dropped. Okay. Yeah. Was, he up, was he up to 40 this weekend? He might. I don't know. I just took a guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's see. Ty Johnson is owned in, yeah, 21% of leagues. So it's only up 2%. So he was <clears throat> owned in 19% of leagues over the last week. Ty Johnson. Yeah. Stamp that shit. All right, man. Hey. Moving on to our last segment, you know, we usually uh, say Chris remote regarding audio problems. Yeah, so Chris is having some fucking audio problems up there in Solvang. I'm here. Um, oh, no, he's I'm here. here. He's still here. He's still here. I've been here. Okay, yeah. No, I don't know. You know, you f- <laughs> these guys over here. Anyhow, let's jump into this last segment. <laughs> hey, Aaron Solvang we either tell someone conduct <laughs> radio waves. We either want someone to get the fuck out. But we're going to take a little more optimistic approach for a second week now, maybe third week. And we're going to go with GTFI. Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. Yes. And we're going to shout out to A.J. Brown, wide receiver of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, He's battling some uh, emotional depression disorders, whatever you want to call them. I was reading an article last week. uh, Actually, I saw a video as well, too. He... He's clearly battling these issues, and he had explained that he didn't even know how to you know, explain himself in this video, and he didn't know where to start. Um, but he admitted that this time last year, uh, he felt like killing himself. So, you know, we saw this a few weeks ago with Calvin Ridley coming out. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to A.J. Brown for doing the same. Uh, tip my hat to this guy, because I don't know how the fuck you go from wanting to kill yourself to 12 months later playing uh, at a high level. Uh, in such a fucking in, in a sport that's pressuring you to show out each and every week because he's one of their star players, and I didn't even I, I had no no concept of this you know of this kid going through what he's going through at all, um, and it's just a testament to who he is as a young man, and he's been shouldering this for obviously a long time now, um, and I think there needs to be you know we've said it before more focus more emphasis on this uh, more invested you know from a league standpoint. Um, as a society as well, too, for people that are battling depression. People are battling emotional disorders and whatnot. Um, so shout out to A.J. AJ Brown for coming out, um, admitting what you know mental state he's in, and, and more importantly, to, to keep showing out on the football field Sunday after Sunday when he really doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, 
the fact that he's so open about what he's going through is definitely, you know, big ups to him for, for being open. And I think that there's something to actualizing healing, you know, and putting it out there and sharing, you know, what he's going through, you know, and, and helping him create those inroads to healing himself. So shout out to him. Um, hopefully he gets into the state where he feels happiness and, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's, you know, big ups, big ups to people that are, are confronting what's going on in their lives. You know, things are bigger than, than sports and we're very lucky we get to speak about them and he's lucky he gets to play it. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the acknowledgement of that is, is really going to help other people, you know, that are going through the same thing. So shout out to him for real. Absolutely. And then we hope he gets better as a result as well, too. So, yo, that wraps up episode 14 for us, guys. Lee, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Introing us, <laughs> bringing that energy from the jump. Three and a half down back. Three and a half down back to podcast. Going <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. Chris might actually be on site with us. If not, he might I'll be, be there. in Coral Gables at a staff convention <laughs> or some shit. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see, man. Hey, safe travels, Chris. Stay tuned next yeah. week. We love y'all, man. Yes, Deuces. Peace. Peace. Peace.